Welcome to the NSFW Photography Podcast, where we explore the art and business of erotic photography. We bring you in-depth interviews with photographers and models who push the boundaries of sexual expression through their work. We'll delve into their creative processes, the challenges they face, and the ways they're shaping the industry. Whether you're a photographer or model looking to expand your portfolio, or simply a fan of erotic art, this is the podcast for you. So join us as we journey into the sensual side of photography and discover the beauty, intimacy, and empowerment that comes with it. Today, we're interviewing Anara Star. Anara is a nude, boudoir, fetish, and erotic model based in Baltimore, frequently traveling to the DMV. She started creating nude and fetish art in 2010 and has loved it ever since. You can find her on Instagram at Anara the Slut, along with her tagline, Slut is a term of endearment. Welcome to part two of our interview with Anara Star. If you missed it, check out the last episode for her backstory and some discussion around the energy of groups of models. For this part, we're going to be talking about the culture around not safe for work photography. So this is a hugely broad topic. In fact, it's so broad, I don't even know where to begin. So the easiest place is a definition to make sure we're all kind of thinking and talking about the same thing. Uh, I went ahead and looked this up online because that's what online is good for. Uh, Culture is the customary beliefs, social forms, and material traits of a racial, religious, or social group. Uh, I don't think that people who do nude and erotic photography are a religious group, although I bet you could argue that. (laughs) True. (laughs) Uh, I think we're going to skip the questions on material traits because I don't think that one's very interesting. Uh, I mean, material traits for photographers are like umbrellas and soft boxes and cameras, which they fetishize a little bit, but uh, (laughs) material traits of models are giant suitcases full of outfits and shoes. And then just every location, a bomb has gone off <laughs> of all of our clothes. Uh, I'm always impressed with how quickly models can get it cleaned up at the end of the shoot. Like you look over at their dressing area, whatever, and you're like, wow. <laughs> oh, it's because the inside of the bag is just crap. Like <laughs> it's no longer organized or anything. Like everything is just thrown in there and like smushed down. All right. So what at a high level uh, or or what specifically about the culture around not safe for work photography, or let's just call it nude photography going forward. Uh, what was it that you've made you want to talk about this? Cause I'm certain that it's not, you didn't want to talk about the whole thing. You probably want to talk about a certain part of it. It was, it was mostly the, the, the same sort of culture that is in pretty much every industry where there's like a toxic part that is still very much like supported within the industry. uh, While there's the other side that is like, Hey, we don't tolerate this stuff anymore because that's dumb and we never should have tolerated it. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, So what part is the toxic part? And I'm like 90% sure I know what you're going to answer. And 90% sure everybody listening to this knows exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) Um, The toxic part, anytime there is somebody who has sexually assaulted someone, put someone in danger, um, just not, not paid them, tried to coerce them into doing more than they were comfortable with. Um, Those people, of course, um, are hor- horrible, and it's it's horrible that uh, they even try to exist in this market because 
a lot of times what they want is just a sex worker and they don't want to pay for one. They just want to pay a model. So let's talk about the payment part first, because that one's probably going to be the shorter discussion. I actually recently saw on Instagram, do you follow Alice Antoinette? I don't. So I happened to see, let me actually confirm that this is who did it. I need to attribute it. Alice Antoinette model. She recently posted that she just got back from a trip where four out of five of the photographers that she had scheduled with uh, ghosted, blocked, or otherwise didn't pay her. Oh, that's horrible. So that's, yeah, that's a huge, especially because you make the trip with the expectation that, you know, I've, I've got this many people that are set up. They're going to pay me this much. I'm going to out, I'm going to outlay this much for the flight or driving or hotels and all that. And then now you're in the hole. So it's not like, it's not like a local photographer who, who ghosted you and you're like, oh no, Mm -hmm. now I'm not getting paid for one shoot. Like this is, this is a pretty substantial outlay. Uh, How often do you see that? I would say I haven't done much modeling outside of like large events with a lot of photographers or just like modeling within my area. Um, Yeah. You don't have to comment on trips. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't necessarily experienced that, but I definitely have friends who have experienced that. Have you had people ghost you even just locally? And Um, yeah. Like after they've scheduled, after everything's been arranged, and then they just disappear? No, it is honestly, yeah, no, I've never had a photographer do that, luckily. But um, <laughs> so I i am chronically ill hmm. with many different things. And so there are times where I have a photo shoot scheduled, but my body's just like, we don't work today. So Luckily, I've dealt with a lot of uh, photographers who were very understanding about that. Gotcha. Is it more, I imagine it's quite a bit more common before the things are scheduled and before things are finalized. You probably get a lot of photographers that reach out and then never follow up. Yes. Yeah. That definitely happens. Um, Which I have a horrible memory and half the time they're scheduling like on Instagram. So it all just blends together. So I don't necessarily uh, remember Instagram. I don't understand how Instagram is so terrible for messaging, but it, it shouldn't be so easy to lose messages, but it is. uh, It's just, it's just so much. I think it's like, cause they, you're, you're the likes and hearts and smiles that people do to your story shows up in your messages. Oh, and like, especially with me, it's just like, I'll just have 50,000 hearts. <laughs> and like, I'm like, where is this freaking message? Like it was <laughs> yesterday. I don't have that problem because nobody likes my stuff. You're not, and I'm not, not a pretty girl on the internet. I'm not posting. Yeah. I'm not posting those, uh, those selfies that apparently I should be doing. Mm-hmm. I'm told I have a nice butt. Maybe I should be... Pin up boy, I tell you, I'm telling you, fake boy, pin up. All right. Uh so back to we 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 covered the payment, but let's go back to the uh inappropriate uh cultural bit. Is it so you you typically stay in your geographic area. So I can't ask you if it's geographically diverse, but is it centered around different types of photography? Like do you encounter this more with 
uh, so-called nude photographers versus fetish photographers versus glamour photographers versus erotic. Like, is there one where you've noticed that, oh man, these guys, for some reason. I think it's just like a little bit of all of them because they're all sort of like in the realm of uh, this could be uh, uh, something that turns you on. Hmm. So there's always that that possibility. And so I think there's because there's there's that this is definitely a line. I mean, some people get turned on for much, much more clothing being on, but significantly less so. Uh, I'm sure you've seen a lot of different stereotypes of photographers. Uh, Do you have any any are there any of these toxic ones pretty stereotypical? Um, uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. There's a, there was a meme that went around recently that was like, guys who say they're professional photographers be like, I had this idea and it's just like a stock photo of a girl in lingerie just standing, facing straight forward. And it's like (laughs) not anything interesting at all. And like all of my model friends were like, oh my God, yes, this happens all the time. You've got people who don't have any skill. And like, there are definitely models who will not shoot with photographers if they don't have any skill. I'm so down to shoot with you if you don't have any skill. Even if I think that maybe you're doing it because it turns you on, but I am going to try and get more money from you. (laughs) If I'm providing two services, you're paying more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, living, you're not living rent free in their head afterwards. Uh, they're paying. Rent. Exactly. Are there any other uh, stereotypes? You got the, the woman, their skill that just sends you their, their, their concept is a, is a straight, is there like hotel shoot uh, guys? Is that a stereotype? Is there like, oh, phone God, photographers? Yeah. yeah. The guys who like try and get young models, those are there are like a lot of photographers who are like I like working with girls who are new to the industry and it's like mm. yeah it's because you're trying to take advantage of them they like to say I like to mentor or I like to train yeah, and teach them and the you're like mentors huh, red flag yeah I like to mentor young girls gross go away yeah. Yeah. Um, so, that's not what mentor means yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's, so that's that's definitely one of them. Oh. Um, can't think of another one right now. I mean, there's the there's the photographers that like to touch models to adjust. Oh, you've got some hair. Oh here. yeah, let me move it off. Oh, let me adjust your lingerie. Yes, the over adjusters. I I have not experienced that, but I'm also like pretty much uh, if you need to adjust something you can touch me to address it i don't care i just don't touch models in general it's better than yeah that. yeah if if i'm like completely unable to grasp the direction someone is trying to get me and they need to like grab my head and like move it to the direction like if i am just if i broke and glitched and couldn't figure out the words you were saying to me i'm like you can that's fine you can touch me that's fine i um i'm i've i've been to enough bars and been around enough (laughs) children that being touched is not really like a 
I can handle a lot of different types of touch, a lot of different places. And um, if the photographer, if it's like, oh, this is what a sex worker would be doing, then that's different. But for the most part, I'm like, yeah, like if you need to adjust my bra strap, feel free. If you need to adjust, like whatever, I don't really care. Yeah, role play is extra. Sorry. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yes. And I'm like, and I'm, yeah. It's funny you bring up children and touching. Something I noticed as I transitioned from college into more of an office role and an office world, that was one of the things about, I mentioned the restaurant versus office workers. Office workers mm-hmm. never touch each other. There's like a 12 inch bubble around everybody. Keep yeah, room for no... Jesus. <laughs> and just adults in general, I found just never touch each other. There's no touch. And you compare that to like high school. Like when you're in high school, if there was a three seat bench, you and your seven friends all fit on the bench <laughs> together. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, somewhere, somewhere, uh, yeah, like I said, restaurant people tend to not have that because you're, you know, brushing by each other frequently as you're going in and out of the kitchen doors and on the line, et cetera. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Just such a cultural difference. And that definitely, it definitely makes a lot of, it makes a lot of sense because, yeah, especially if you do like, modeling with other people especially if it's like sensual modeling with other people like yeah, you have to get you used tend to, to be touch. yeah yeah you tend to be more chill with touch hmm. uh how about the amateur gynecologist he's like oh, you yeah. keep posing but yet it weirdly looks like he's using a zoom lens to take pictures I'm of like, about six square inches only <laughs> taking a picture <laughs> of my pussy like that's okay. You're paying more. <laughs> I know what you want. I knew as soon as I saw your shit, you're not a talented photographer. You're paying a lot more money than everyone else's. But because they're paying a lot more money, I'm like, I don't care. Whatever, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, there's a pretty talented photographer that I spoke with before that I like a lot of his work, uh, but one of his books, then it's just, it's just an entire book of like 50 shots of vaginas. Oh, that sounds like that's definitely one of those where it's like that can either be a stunning, gorgeous project where like I would totally want to have that as like a coffee table oh. book or it's yeah. just like gross. Yeah, I haven't seen the book, so I don't know. I, I actually went and looked it up. Uh, I like his work. I like what he does. Uh, he has a very Richard Kern vibe, which is like kind of kind of grungy and dirty New York vibe. Uh, but I like it. Yeah. But yeah, it's hard to tell just from the description there. You're like, ooh, this could really go. This could really yeah. go either way pretty hard. So hmm, I should probably edit some of that out. I wouldn't want it because uh, <laughs> people would be like, he's talking shit. I actually, I, like I said, I don't know what to think about it because it's it, it could go without seeing it. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's probably if it's in a book, it's probably good. These days, though, where you can self-publish anything. That's true. But I feel like it's super bold. Like, <laughs> I, it, it would be super fucking bold. And a lot of money to publish a book that was just, like, bad pictures. Like, bad, no, unattractive pictures. Of- I, I know, and you're right, because this was published before the self-publishing thing took off. So I think this is actually a... It's got to be good. Yeah. Or at least treated respectfully. Yes, yes. So we've already kind of talked about how a lot of the cultural 
issues around here, driven the fact that this hobby industry involves naked people and sex. And Mm -hmm. there are certainly people that are in it for the art, but there's a lot of people that are not in it for the art. Uh, So just out of curiosity, what percentage of photographers do you think do this pure, not, 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 well, let's say, I'm sure it's a scale. There's like one, the scale on one side is art and the scale on the other side is hang out and sleep with models. Mm-hmm. What percentage of photographers do you think are predominantly on the sleep with models side? Um, on the, I hate to say like, I hate to say like 50%, but it feels like at least 50%. Oh, I'd agree. At least 50%. I don't think there's nearly enough. Uh, we had a discussion with, uh, uh, who was it? Melancholic, I think, uh, like two years ago. There's not enough serious art photographers to support more than a few models. There just aren't. Like, If you want yeah. to try and make a living off of this, you have to take money from people that are basically there to see you naked, at least to make a living, to make a full-time job off it. You could do it as a part-time job pretty easily, I think. Just working with only yeah. serious art photographers, but no, yeah. If if you want to make it a full time, you're gonna have to work with people who are kind of gross. Oof. But that is why I suggest <laughs> making a drinking. Oh, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, making I'm a tier system. Decide yeah. what amount of money you are okay with that for, and then make them pay it. <laughs> make them pay it. Yeah, there's a there's a gross tax. There's a... <laughs> there freaking is. There is a gross tax. There is an <laughs> I don't like you tax. So, uh... <laughs> so what does that say about the models that quoted their rates to me at an hour? Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're they're. I don't know. I don't know if I'm kidding or not. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, all right, let's get back. Uh, in part one, I mentioned that I've been listening to a podcast where a famous porn star recently came out as being anti-porn because she was taken advantage of. Uh, we talked a little bit about her case and about the pay, but there was another, uh, Riley Reed spoke out as well. Uh, specifically, her concern was about the shame and stigma that comes with being an adult actress. Now, you're not mm-hmm. an adult actress, at least as far as I know. But working in an adjacent industry, do you encounter a lot of stigma or are you low key enough that nobody knows and therefore you just fly under the radar? Um, I mean, there's there's this weird thing that happens with a lot of um, sex workers and models uh, on like Facebook and the internet where guys who hate sex workers and like nude models will friend sex workers and nude models Hmm. and then like hate on their stuff it's bizarre yeah so that's that's an interesting thing that happens but a lot of times and then there's the people who are trying to to save me because i had somebody say he wanted to save me because i am just a young woman and I have so much life ahead of me. He thought I was like 18. And I was like, uh, I know. And like, I think I was older than him by two years. We forgot when we talked about stereotypes, we didn't talk about Captain Savo. 
Oh yeah. Oh my <laughs> god. There's so many like predatory photographers out there who are like, "Oh, you're struggling. Let me help you." And then inevitably manipulate you with the fact that you need me to have a place to live. Is that's interesting. How does that work? Oh, um, I mean, a lot of times, like, it'll be, it'll be like a mentor photographer that's just like, oh, you're struggling. <sighs> like, let me help you because I'm so generous and kind. Yeah, that actually, so that was actually my third example. Uh, Jenna Jameson uh, recently came out and she said that she had originally thought she got into doing adult work because she wanted to, but uh, recently has decided that her boyfriend at the time pressured her into it when she was younger. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if there's, we've, we've spoken a lot about photographer misbehavior, but have you heard of anybody who's a model who's been pressured by their boyfriend or their significant other? To I've heard mm-hmm. about more models being pressured to quit by a significant other than like yeah. pressured to get into it. I'm sure there are uh, boyfriends that pressure them to get into it, but it definitely feels like it's more of the photographers. Yeah. How many uh, models do you know that actually date photographers? Um, date photographers? Yeah, because that's uh, what um, a lot of photographers get into this because of. So I how guess, often does like, it actually happen? I think, I, I don't know any any anyone who has. I know models who are um, also sex workers, so they have had photographers pay for sex but they've never i don't know anyone who's just dated a photographer is that a viable business model like sell yourself as a model and then try to upcharge them when you get there it's usually not even an upcharge it's just (laughs) they're fucking bold these guys are bold and they you know what they want like they'll tell you a lot of times what they want they'll hint for stuff they'll oh can I, what if you try to do this or what about this or what about this um there's a lot of photographers who are like i want to do pov sex stuff and i'm yeah. like so you want to have sex with me okay that's a different thing honey that's that's <laughs> not the job that you think i'm doing that's a very different job, but those guys exist and they will tell you in person that they want to do that. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. So when they, so the, so let's, we do have some, hopefully we have some, you know, new models potentially who want to get into this that are listening. So mm-hmm. they'll typically, when they message you, they'll look for a legit job and it's only when you show up in person that they start pushing or, um, well, that that happens sometimes. Sometimes they'll tell you beforehand that they want to do it. Um, sometimes they'll tell you afterwards. Um, it just sort of depends on who they are and if they're trying to like get away with something. Yeah. Huh. Like if they're bold, thinking this is just photography I'm doing and it's nothing else. They'll tell you beforehand, but the people who are like, this isn't what I'm paying you for. They tend to wait until you're there. That's a, uh, hmm. that's actually kind of funny. One of the, uh, I was talking with Natasha Naker uh, mm-hmm. a couple of months ago 
and we were, we were talking about this exact problem and I suggested like, it'd be interesting to do some content where it's the photographer hitting on the model and then the model like role reverses and doms him. So, um, on that topic, <laughs> I actually, um, there was a photo shoot I was going to go to and somebody was like, there's a photographer there and he, he may sexually assault you. And I was like, I'm going to, I brought my writing crop with me and like I redid it so that it hurt. And I was like, oh, I'm ready. If they do anything, I am smacking them across the face with this thing. Like I am here to fight. If they decide to do that to me, I am here to like make a scene. Did any of the other photographers there comment? Like, wow, you're awful fierce today, Anara. Uh, no, because I didn't actually end up making it to the photo shoot. Uh, I spent an hour trying to park, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm just yeah. gonna go home." The parking there was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I parked on the street for like an hour or two, and then I somebody moved out the back, and I was able to park in the back. But yeah, it was not good. So I was like, I, I don't want to be here enough. I didn't think I saw like, you there. I saw, I only saw after the fact, uh, when we were talking, I saw that you posted that you were going and then I was like, oh, wow, I didn't see her. It must've been on a different day. It, it was going to be, day, but... it was going to be the next, the, the weekend oh, for like the local people. Gotcha. Yeah. There was also a parade. Ooh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I was there the Friday before or no, the Saturday <laughs> before. So, yeah. So, um, so yeah. That is a thing. I am very much a like if a photographer makes me feel uncomfortable, um uh I will I like the switch flips and I'm like I am a dominatrix now and you will do whatever I want and that is the only way we're gonna interact from now on. Where does the preponderance of evidence lie there? in terms of hearing that a photographer is being inappropriate, is it enough that one person said they're inappropriate? Uh, do you do you require evidence of seeing it yourself? I suppose it also depends on who's saying it. If it's somebody you know and trust, then certainly one person is enough. But if you're just hearing through the grapevine? It, it also depends on... I've, I've, I've dated so many guys at this point and like interacted with so many photographers and yeah there was a long pause uh a lot of photographers and looking at their profiles and talking to them i tend to be able to get a general vibe from them which i hate the way that sounds but like i get i get an idea like I've, i've interacted with enough people that the way they talk to me and the way they talk about other people um, I tend to be able to know, uh, to to sort of be like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Like there was a um, photographer that sexually assaulted someone. I looked at his work and it was absolute shit. And I was like, yeah, he's uh, he's not necessarily a talented person. Uh, it it's just object like the entire profile just looks like objectification of women. So that makes sense. That pans out. Yeah. What do you think that event should do in the case of an accusation like this? I mean, definitely 
if there is an event and um, somebody is sexually harassed there, whoever is running the event should immediately go to that person. So tangentially, I go to lifestyle parties, which are big sex parties. And if somebody violates consent at those parties, they get removed from the party completely. And no one's getting paid there. It's just a bunch of people like hanging out together. But if somebody violates somebody else's consent, they're completely removed from the party and they're made forced to leave. And I feel like we should at least have at minimum better rules around consent than a sex party. (laughs) That's, that's the minimum standard. It seems like it, it feels like that should be everyone. That feels like something that should be just generally agreed upon. Um, like, having multiple people on the same page that if something like that happens, we're all not okay with it. So like, all right. So you mentioned consent and that's come up before several times. Is it because there's not as much of a culture of consent in the modeling industry or well in the adult modeling or I guess nude modeling industry? Because I've heard some people talk about things like consent checklists and exit interviews, but that doesn't seem to be widespread. Yeah, um, it's definitely, it's definitely not, um, because I think there are just so many photographers that are in it to, to experience being with a naked woman and taking those pictures and less so about the art. That's fair. All right. We are getting close to the end of our time. So I want to ask you two more questions and then we'll do the closeout. First of all. Have you noticed a change in this culture since you started working in 2010? Has it gotten better or worse, if so? Um, it is... It's, it's definitely... I mean, it's getting better in... I, I moved to a different location, so the location I was in uh, was kind of worse. Uh, but I was also modeling for, like, professors and stuff. Uh, at the other place I was at, and now it's more general. I wasn't trying to make a living doing this before, so it's definitely a a different atmosphere when you're like fully emerged in it and trying to make a living at it. It's but it's it's getting better in general. Just like it's it's still not great, but I feel like it's getting better in general. Um, I feel like I've seen a lot more talk around consent. There's a model safety network. Uh, there's lots of different model safety networks. And um, there's a lot of models that are just fully talking about it um, on their pages. And they're afraid to call out that sort of behavior. Um, or they're not afraid to call out that sort of behavior on their page anymore. Um, whereas I feel like, oh, well, uh, like 10 years ago, it probably would have been worse for the model in the industry who like talked out against stuff like that. I think that's just in general culture as well, too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, this is going to be a gimme question, I guess, because I think I already know the answer. But if you could change the culture around erotic and adult photography, if you can make one change, what would you do? Um. People have to be honest about what they want. 
the photographer who wants to sleep with the model should be honest with themselves and the models and just tell like just just get what you want don't try and manipulate someone into doing something pay for what you want don't try and get what you want from someone who isn't providing it you know it's funny uh there's another podcast i listen to, I listen to a lot of podcasts uh <laughs> uh it's called kill you're in a loser and that was the source that was the subject of one of his podcasts a couple of days ago where he was talking about uh because he was talking about like red pill and like game and he was talking mm-hmm. about how it's all about trying to trick a woman into thinking you're interesting just long enough to sleep with them yeah and he was talking about like just like if you're a good guy like if you're an interesting guy if you're a a reasonably successful guy like just tell women what you want and some percentage of them will be into that and the sooner that a woman says no you should be happy because that means you're not wasting your time where your goals and their goals don't align uh exactly Exactly. just explicitly tell them what you want and if they say no that doesn't fit within my boundaries i'm talking about models and photographers now then you say thank you very much uh good luck have a great life yeah yeah no no uh come on you would be so good though (laughs) yeah this is this is how you have to do it if you want to be successful as a model god yep uh, one last question, actually. Uh, how should photographers be allies in this type of thing? Um, I mean, if you know about a predator at an event you're throwing, don't let them go to the event. Um, if somebody violates a model's consent, uh, don't be like, you're being dramatic. Yeah, that's and like talking about things that are and are not okay within photography circles, like talking within your, your peers so that it's not just the models telling the photographers not to do that. Um, It's the photographer's peers telling them not to do that, which unfortunately a lot of times that's what it takes because they don't care if the models don't like it, but if their peers are going to not like it, they'll change yeah it's uh it's people letting them get away with it yep all right well on that lovely happy note uh, (laughs) do you have any projects you want to plug um well i've got uh new boobs coming up in january uh so i will be i'm taking a little break but i will be Booking again in February. Gotcha. So, as I, as I assume, that means it's happening pretty early in January if you're not going to be avail- available. Yeah, to yeah, definitely. All right. So, Anara, where can everyone find you online? Anara the Slut, I N A R A T H E S L U T. Um, and I'm on Facebook as Anara Star with two R's. All right. And with that, we are done. Check out part two in just two weeks. You can find us at the NSFWPhotographyPodcast.com. On Twitter is at NSFWPhotography for some period of time until Elon burns the whole thing down. Instagram <laughs> at the NSFWPhotographyPodcast. And subscribe on your favorite podcast app. 